Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. We continue our off-season series of Power Rankings. <laughs> the division or the division, the positional well, groups around the NFL. We've done halfback, we've done quarterback already. Naturally, as we progress, today's episode will be about the wide receivers, top wide receivers in the NFL. According to myself, Tom Offerman, and my partner, Jacob Recht. I do have a, a JDQ MTC. A couple, some I. guys that didn't quite make my cut. You have five? This is so tough to do because there's, uh, there's a lot. I, I want to break some news to you and the listeners. There's a lot of good wide receivers in the yeah, NFL. Yeah, I agree. Have we ever seen this position this great? <sighs> and, and, and not just with the uh, quantity of players that are out there, the quality of catches have just been. Oh my god! And I mean, not, it here, feels ready? like that. It feels like that Justin Jefferson catch on fourth down in Buffalo. Ready to be? It's ge- almost like forgotten. That's about not. Somehow. Yeah, and that's not. You shouldn't be able to do that. I'm gonna be a little geezer right now, like a little old guy, a little get off my lawn. Okay. The gloves absolutely contribute to it. Oh yeah. I mean, let's. Well, let's hold on. I get that, but Jerry Rice, like said, like when he was playing in the '80s, using stick them every em, game. Yeah. You ain't cheating. You ain't trying. And it's not even really – it's, it's kind of like counting cards at the casino, right? Like, right. it's legal, but it's kind of frowned upon. Like, but And, like, what are you doing? You're just hurting yourself by not even trying to use it. But the main thing is is that, you know, if you're Dallas Clark and you don't want to wear gloves, that's on you, bro. Like, everybody can Dallas wear. Clark, what Remember a that guy? A new, the Indianapolis tight end. Never wore gloves. Never wore gloves. That's on you, though. You know what I mean? Like, it ain't like – you can only have three guys on your team wear gloves at any given time. Like everybody can wear gloves. Quarterback mm-hmm. can wear gloves. Kicker can wear gloves if they want to. So like it's not an unfair advantage for anybody right. else. Like Jefferson gets to wear gloves, but AJ Brown does not. Like that's not how it like, works. Like almost it's almost for the quarterback, it's like a disadvantage. You you go one glove. How dare you blaspheme against Kenny Two Gloves and our, our savior here in <laughs> Pittsburgh. He he loves rocking the gloves. He does. How dare you do that? All right, my JDQ MTC, and again, you can do a power ranking You're at home, and some yeah. of these J.D. Kimmonies might be in your top five. Like right. that's how good receivers are in the league. But at eleven, I went Jalen Waddle right on the outside wow. looking in. Yeah, okay, great year. I mean, great he's a great year. receiver. No, I'm, I'm saying you just predicted it. He's way up. C.D. Lamb. Okay. Mike Evans. A little down year for yeah, Mike a little Evans down year, but, but still Brady great. still great. You know, Brady having a down year. 
DK, DK Metcalf I like out DK. in Seattle. I'm excited to see another year with him and Gino. Get For a, sure, get a yeah. Poor going right. with him. And T. Higgins was the one rounding oh, out there. T. I love that pick. Great pick. T. Higgins, number for 15 Higgins. for me, yeah. There are a lot of guys who are number two on their teams, where if they were on a team that just needed a number one, they would maybe be a top five talent. But DK, because he shares the ball with Tyler Lockett. Mike Evans, because he shares the ball with Chris Godwin. T. Higgins, because he plays behind Jamar Chase. Who else did you have on there? Uh, Evans, DK, Lamb, and Waddle. Waddle, if he wasn't playing behind Tyreek Hill, like Waddle and 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 Higgins, all all so many guys could be in the top five if they weren't playing behind all time greats. Uh, I'll keep mine short as I always do. My number eleven, I went Ceedee Lamb. Number twelve, I went Terry McLaurin because I think Scary he's having Terry. having a really good career for playing with such terrible quarterbacks over the course of his career, and I know. It was a bad it was a bad year, but you look at what he could have done if if healthy. I went Cooper Cup at thirteen. Okay. Okay. A little far back for a couple guys there on my list. But Oh really? That's what's the beauty of You these put lists. you put C D Lamb in your in your JDQ MTC. All right, number ten. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that was you. That was my impression of you. Number ten for me. Yeah. You're gonna like this pick. Okay. This is like an indie pick, like a hipster pick for wide receiver. I'm going with Amon Ross St. Brown. Number 10 for me, Amon Ross St. Brown. It's a great pick. He's a great wide receiver, but he, he, really he slept on, I think, too much. Not so know, much this year. this year. I think this year he came out. It was out. kind of his coming out party. Yeah, I mean, he was, and, and just to put the fantasy nerd hat on, he was a great pick almost every yeah, week. He right. gets like 10 catches a game from Jared Goff. Like, he's a, he's a wide receiver number one, and, and he's that kind of guy – that you know has that chip on his shoulder because he won't let you forget about it. Like, have you ever mm-hmm. seen him talk about how he knows all 13 or 14 wide receivers that were picked before him in the draft yeah, by name right, right. Like, and who picked them? Like, and exactly what pick they yeah, were in. So, yeah. like, he's got that edge to him, and that is going to let him get the most out of his talent because he's going to be one of the hardest workers. It's like, it's very ABS-esque. You're going to sure, get yeah. a, lot of ta- a lot out of your talent because you're such a hard worker. Uh, I think Amon Ross St. Brown is, like we were saying, was so underrated and now is kind of just getting into that, you know, spotlight of people being like, oh, yeah, this dude's wide receiver number one for and a lot of And whereas we were discussing so many teams that have two great guys, he's so great because he can handle the volume of which the Lions are giving him the ball. That, I mean, let me look it up real quick. Uh, okay, so Amon Ross St. Brown. Oh, my God. <laughs> Had 146 targets. Yeah. The next closest guy had 64. Had 160. Had 106 catches. The next guy had 47. So I uh, I think that Detroit should probably get another wide receiver in there. Yeah, they need another weapon. Absolutely, out but there. they can still feel comfortable giving all my like. That's the thing is that they don't need a wide receiver one, but they they right. gotta get somebody to help but them out. At the minimum, he can handle that volume. It's yes. just. Now, with this season under his belt, how much will defenses adjust to him? Would, would he take a step back because of that attention now on him? It was a very poetic start for this with us going it was one, one on ten. Number nine will not be the same because this guy was not, you already mentioned this guy in your JDQ. I say, have a feeling I know who you're going to go with. D-Hop, number nine. Oh, no. I, you didn't mention D-Hop? Or no. was it Cooper Cup that you mentioned? In your, Cooper Cup. Okay, D-Hop, number nine for me. Okay, that's fair. Missed a lot of the season with the suspension last year. Came Missed back. Missed six games. Was still great when he came back. Still great. Uh, I think there's rumors that the Cardinals might move him, that Wouldn't he might be me. on the move, and 
I wouldn't be shocked if he wants to be on the move from Arizona. Yeah, why would you want to – your coach is getting fired, your quarterback can't stay healthy. I mean, the guy was playing with Colt McCoy for, what, <laughs> half of the games that he was active for and still putting up giant numbers, but that's with Colt McCoy. Put him on a legitimate team with a legitimate quarterback. He's never had that. He's never really had that in his career. Uh, he had he had Deshaun, Deshaun for Watson. a couple years, yeah. but like he's stuck in Houston. He right. goes to Arizona, he, and yeah, I mean Kyler Murray was supposed to be great and like was the number one overall pick. So when he goes to Arizona, he's expecting to be with a great quarterback, but it it just hasn't panned out for him yet. I mean, you, those are those are one of the guys that you always like fantasize like what would happen if he ended up on like a Rodgers team, like with Moss mm-hmm. and Brady back in the day. It's like what would happen if you got him that kind of a weapon to, to throw to. So mm-hmm. I'd be interested to see that the trade market for D-Hop. And remember, a lot of big receivers got traded last year. Uh, Hill, Brown. Right, yeah. Maybe D-Hop's Adams. the one that goes this year. Yeah, Adams. Maybe D-Hop's the one that uh, gets traded this year. But yeah, I still think he's top 10 despite. Yeah, I agree. And I think I he's, agree. He's yet to be mentioned. I think he's going to remind people this year when he's held. If, he if he goes on a real team. Yeah. Yeah. Even well, on the Cardinals, I bet he's he's well, going to be if he plays studly. the full sixteen, because remember he 17. was right. If he was he was suspended for the first six, and then he like missed I think two or three down the stretch, so he played about half the season in total. So if he plays at least 14, 15 games, you'll 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 see those numbers return to form as a season total standpoint. Uh, number nine for me, you're going to see a couple of backups here, or not necessarily backups, but number two, who I give respect to. Uh, number nine for me, I went Devontae Smith. Nice. Not even in my JDQMTC. That's a little... Uh, There's a lot of good receivers in the NFL. There are, but I think that you saw him as a rookie coming out of Alabama as a Heisen winner, and him and Jalen Hurts, the Alabama teammates reunited. He was fine, and then it's. I think he benefited both from having a year under his belt and then also playing alongside... A.J. Brown, whereas he was the guy, and so everyone knew the ball, if it was going in the air, was going to him or Dallas Goddard. Now it's going to him and Dallas Goddard and A.J. Brown, and he was really able to take advantage of it. Somehow, I feel like he's going to be, like, misremembered as a Heisman winner. Like, you're not going to, like... You don't think Devontae Smith. You don't think Devontae Smith, because you also don't think of wide receivers winning that position. And when you think about his team, it's Tua. Like right. You think about two at that, and Mac Jones. You think about those guys at Alabama, right. not Devontae Smith. But I think, I mean, there were so many contributors to that Philly offense, but I think he was such a slept-on one just because of the splash tr- uh, transaction you got receiving A.J. Brown. But Devontae Smith was a huge part of that offense. Number eight for me, mm-hmm. this was a guy that you mentioned in your JDQ. Okay. Scary Terry. Scary Terry, I, I love have it. Scary Terry. You know what? I, I feel bad for leaving Scary Terry out of my top ten. He's just such a good receiver. And like you said when you were talking about him, to, to be this good without a quarterback is, is a testament to and him. And to really be the only guy. Because they don't have running backs. Nah. They don't really have other receivers. Although I do think, uh, who's the guy that got shot? Brian Robinson. Right. I think he's gonna be I think he's gonna be a good running back. Okay. I mean the dude got shot and then came back and, and was a really played, good rookie. Yeah. So I think he's gonna be a good running back. But yeah, you're right. It's been an abysmal Washington offense and he's been the the really lone consistent bright spot of it. Mm-hmm. He's very excited to be with the enemy. You saw that. Oh, when absolutely. They got introduced, and I would be too if I was scary Terry, because at the very least, he's gonna open up some like those Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle type plays where you get the ball in his hand in space and let him do his thing. 
Bienemy, I think, has a lot of that in his bag. Oh yeah, for sure. Did it with Tyreek in Kansas City. So for sure. I think that it's a good match for him. Just got to get that quarterback. In. Yeah, right. If you if he had to choose anybody on the roster now, he he'd want to do Heineke, right? I, I think they're gonna uh, try Sam Howell at I quarterback. Guess. No, I think they I think they said they're parting ways with Heineke, aren't they? So it's gonna be Howell. It's gonna be Howell. Heineke's better than Howell. I don't, I don't know. know. Like they're both. They're not both just great. meh. Yeah. Meh. Well, Howell might not even be meh. We've seen him play like one game, right. and if Howell doesn't pan out after him and Mitch Trubisky, are we done taking North Carolina quarterbacks? Ugh. I'd say that, but Drake May, who plays at North Carolina right now, he's the next one. Like he's the next dude. Like Andrew Luck, good dude, so, dude. Yeah, he's a dude, dude. So. We'll see. Not a great track record, though, from Tar Heels no. going to the pros so far at right. the quarterback position. All right, your number eight? My number eight, another number two on his own team. Someone you had in your JDQ MTC, I have him in my top eight. I have Jalen Waddle. Mm. Was that a little whimper you had? No, it was just like a, mm. yeah, I mean, he's really good. And he's such a volume catcher, too. You would think that, and similar to Devontae Smith, you would think that with A.J. Brown going to Philly, Tyreek going to Miami, those guys would just fall by the wayside, right? Jalen Waddle, remember, was teammates with Devontae Smith in Alabama. Didn't win the Heisman like his teammate did, but he was the one who set the rookie receiving records for receptions in a season right. in his rookie year in Miami. And you would think, oh, well, that's just because he was the only guy. You bring in Tyreek, he's not going to do anything. He's just going to be, you know, a, a 40 catch on the season, 40 catches on the season, a couple hundred yards, and maybe a handful of touchdowns. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That offense is nowhere near as good without Jalen Waddle. You cannot just say that offense will be as good if it's just Tua throwing the ball to Tyreek Hill. Jalen Waddle established himself as a legitimate top receiver in this league. And again, I think you could go as far to say put him on a team where he's the number one guy and he's giving you Tyreek Hill like numbers. It's just he has Tyreek Hill as a teammate. Number seven for me. Yeah. You couldn't get more wide receiver number one with this guy. I got Cooper Cup checking in at seven. Oh, okay. okay. Obviously injured last year, but yeah. I was talking to you before we did the show. I like to, with guys that are injured, I like to look at yards per game to kind of just get a good idea of like what, what they he were doing. He was third in the NFL in yards. How many games? Per game he played like three played or like four eight games oh, I think, this really? year. Yeah, I'll check again real quick. But yeah, he, uh, he was like third in yards per game. And he is. The entire offense for the LA yeah, Rams. Completely. I mean, it's remarkable how good he is of a player with, I'll just say it, how lacking he is of the skill set. I mean, he's right. small. He's not the fastest right. guy in the world. Coming out of what? Fresno State? Eastern Washington, Eastern I Washington, say. yeah, you're right. Uh, he played nine games this year. 98 catches, or 75 catches on 98 targets, 812 yards, but he averaged 90 yards per game, which is third most Crazy. in the NFL this year. Uh, he's amazing. Uh, I, I mean, again, I had him on my JDQ MTC. I just felt like it, it was more responsible to put guys who put up numbers whole, the that's whole season long. Last year. You have to, you, we, for these power rankings, we keep in mind both the season the guy just had and the potential they could have for the next year. And, and I, if he's fully healthy next year, he'll be great. He could be great again, yeah. He was probably the number one receiver on our list last year, if not one, oh, two. No, or, you I mean, cannot. Was... How could you put anybody else? He won the Triple Crown and then won the Super Bowl MVP. You cannot. You could not have picked anybody else. Yeah, he had a pretty good year last year. P- deserving of the time off that he got this right. year due to injury. Wasn't right. he? Didn't he won Offensive Player of the Year too? Uh-huh. I believe. Yeah, he did. So 
led the league in receiving touchdowns and receiving yards and receptions, offensive player of the year, and Super Bowl MVP. And you're telling me there was someone else who you'd put ahead of him? Why wouldn't you just retire if you're him? Like, does it get? How's it gonna get better? No, he will not have a better season than that. All right, number seven for you. Number seven for me, a guy you already mentioned. Uh, I'm going DeAndre Hopkins here. D Hop. D Hop. You kind of said it best earlier. In a vacuum, the the eight games or so he played this year, coming back from his suspension, then before he went down with injury toward the end of the season. Playing with Colt McCoy, playing with Kyler Murray, a hobbled Kyler Murray, still put up incredible numbers. His, I mean, you mentioned that Cooper Cup had, what, 90 yards per game? Yep, 90 yards per game. DeAndre Hopkins, I believe, was not far behind him. I will check that for you right now, but no. In terms of games that he played, D-Hop was right there, at, tied for 7th in the league. 79.7 yards per And game. so you said 7th in the league? Wow, I put him at number 7. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> So, yeah, DeAndre, put him on a real team, give him a real coach, a real offense, a real quarterback. I expect him to be a top-five player because that's who he was before he— I think, I mean, a lot of people were saying, oh, he's not going to have as great of a season because he's playing six games less than everybody else at the minimum. But going in at the end of last season, right, people were saying, oh, yeah, D-Hop's a top-five guy. No question about it. Number six for me— Mm-hmm. This is where I'd probably put Travis Kelsey as far as a pass catcher oh, is I, concerned. No, Maybe that's, higher. I think that's even. disrespectful to Travis Kelsey. I'm just saying, like, he's not on this list because he's not a wide receiver, but I'm just saying, like, we're at this point, like, this is where so I start I, to think about him well, as a no, pass catcher. Like, I agree with you there, but I also think you could have put anybody from number seven to 15, right? You could have made that order any which way you wanted to. And you'd to. take Kelsey over them. Well, sure, but just those guys, the order is all scrambled. But the top six guys are the established. I think we have the same top six. Just different. The order is a little different. Number six, then, for me, Uh to start things off in this top six, this upper echelon, if you will. Sure. That's where I put Diggs. That's where I put Stephon Diggs. Oh, that's where I put Stephon Diggs, too. Hey, look at that. Okay, we're on the same track so far. 11 tutties last year for him, 1,400-plus yards. Uh, clear wide receiver one mm-hmm. that is in desperate need of a wide receiver <laughs> two. In desperate need, similar to Terry McLaurin, just anybody else on that offense. Yeah, I, I think there's moments where Diggs gets a little quiet because there's just yeah, no one else there's really. Just, right, and Allen just says, I can't throw it into triple coverage. I have to just run the ball myself. You see what happened? Allen's forced a lot this year right. because of the triple yeah. coverage and and – trying to make plays happen to one guy. So it translates to a lot of interceptions being thrown by Josh yeah. Allen, especially in the red zone. Uh, but Diggs is just an animal. Um, so fast. Maybe one of the better route runners that you have in the league. Uh, it's surgical, the way that he can break down these defensive right. backs. Deontay Johnson cites him as a big influence as far yeah. as he's concerned in, in route running. Um Diggs is in, in, a, in a character too. Like he's got a lot of personality as well, and and a, and a real fiery competitor. Like you yeah, see him, really get, you see him get mad on the sidelines. Say, you've seen him yell. You remember the picture after they got bounced by the, Chiefs, the Chiefs a couple the, years ago in watching the AFC the Championship game? Yep, he's a very fiery person, a, a competitive nature. Competitive, I yeah, think, is the which best is great. Way to I mean, that's, you, yeah, it's what you, you want. want anything yeah. like that? Yeah, I mean, he's yelling at Josh Allen a little bit this year, the playoffs. Like maybe don't do that, but <laughs> you, you 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 don't. It, it never got to the point where you thought, wow, Diggs is a prima donna. Mm-hmm. It's always been to the point where it's like, this guy just likes to win. Like, this mm-hmm. guy's just a competitor. So, Diggs checks in at six for both of us. Number five for me, this is where I put Jamar Chase. Okay, that's fair. So, I, I, I think we should just go. Should we just go? All right, who's your five then? I put, 
I put AJ Brown at number five. Is Jamar Chase your number four? Jamar Chase, how about that? Is my number four? Because AJ Brown is my number four. How about that? All right, stop right there. Let's talk about these two. Okay, that's fair. Jamar Chase, little injury prone this year, missed a missed a stretch. The Bengals have T. Higgins though, so they're able to survive stretches like that without their number one wide receiver. Um, fair to say, and and I guess this is maybe unfair to say because he had the injury problem, but. Little bit less of a year as far as Jamar Chase is concerned than his rookie season. Yeah, was. but but injury. the injuries and maybe T. Higgins is getting better. I've also just never seen like I have seen somebody like this, but it's just it's amazing that he he's so good at jump balls. Like he, right, it's almost ninety percent of the time Jamar Chase high points the ball and comes down mm-hmm. with it. Uh, do you see a weakness in his game? He's fast. He's strong. He high points. He's a good route runner. I don't even know if he needs to be a good route runner, though, because he's just his explosiveness is like he reminds me of those Odell Beckham slants that the Giants used to run all the and time. And then he would just and take he's it gone. the rest of the And way. he's just gone. Right. He, he's got that speed. He's got that size. He's really a perfect package when you think of a wide receiver. And <laughs> it's probably why I was picked number three overall because he is a perfect package when it yeah, comes I to mean, wide receiver. I, I always will willingly throw myself under the bus. For the 2021 draft, when I would say to myself, the Bengals are going to bungle this draft and they're going to take Jamar Chase and not take Penny Sewell. And then Joe Burrow is going to be left unprotected every single play. He's never going to get the ball off to Jamar Chase. I will always admit how wrong I was. Do on you that. remember how he couldn't catch the ball in training camp? Yes, too? I do remember and that. And how he kept saying, like, you know, without the white lines of the college ball, it's a little tougher to see the ball. I do remember that. And then in, like, his third play from <laughs> scrimmage, he had, like, he had a touchdown yards, against the yeah. Vikings in that first game of the right. year, and the rest was history. He was the best rece- rookie receiver we've seen in a long time and was already top five, top five, top five after a rookie. And made the Super Bowl his rookie <laughs> yeah. year. Like, it's just funny that, like, I don't know if you should take him. Oh, he's having a bad training camp. Oh, he's he's one of the, the best wide receivers. He's already a top five <laughs> guy in the league. All right, so moving on to A.J. Brown, who was your number five, my number four. Mm-hmm. Uh, you put A.J. Brown. I, I I'll tell you this right now about A.J. Brown. I don't knock you. I don't want to putting... get in a TikTok war with him. I don't want to get in no. a war with words with this guy. No. He is I mean, a. He seems to be about it, as the kids like to well, say. Well, not only that, he just, he's, he's coming out on top of that, too. Like, Juju's just making a fool out of himself. I think AJ Brown's gone a little too crazy too. Like there's I I know I know what you mean like like at the first yeah, a little yeah. too defensive. Thou thou protest too much. <laughs> like but he is better than Juju, so there's no real protest there, but when he keeps coming out and being like you keep making these TikToks making fun of me like watch out, I'll see you on the field like blah 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 blah. It's kind of like you need to know you're better than Juju. Like and you well, do. Well, that's the thing is that like you, you let are. it known once, which mm-hmm. was good. You're defending your teammate. Do you really need to keep saying up? Oh, but I'm better than you. Right. Like that kind of makes you come off weak in a weird way. Nah, I haven't perceived it at all. I don't know. It's just, all right, like, I'm just let it let's, go. Just I just let wanna, it go. Let's let go of that. Let's talk about on the field. On the field. He runs laps around Juju Smith. Right. So I, mean, I don't. I once you're in the top five, you can't discredit a player. So I don't mind you putting him at four versus me putting him at five. I totally see the logic, though, for you putting him at four. Because uh... when that move was made, a lot of people were saying, well, can he really help? Like, Jalen Hurts, like, do we really think he's that great of a passer? We know he's mobile. We know he's physical on the ground. But can A.J. Brown really help the passing game that much? Yes, absolutely. 
That offense was the best offense in football this year, the most fun to watch. You would think that with the number one running offense, it would just be like a 70 to 30 ratio of running to passing. That wasn't the case at all. Yes, when Jalen Hurts got hurt later on in the year, you saw them, what, they had four rushing touchdowns in the NFC Championship game and zero passing. What did they do in the Super Bowl, Tom? Oh, they just balled out with Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown all day long? Yeah, that's what they did. He had a pretty good game against the Steelers this year, too. Yes, he had, what, three touchdowns in the first half? Decent performance. Wasn't that what it was? Three touchdowns in the first half, I believe? He's just that prototypical, like, monster of a wide Mm -hmm. receiver, and the Titans moving on from him was a... uh, that was the I think beginning the, of the, the end, probably. That led Titans. to this fire yeah. sale that you're seeing from them right now. Number three, do we have the same guy? I have. Is we're it Tyree, at the same time? Tyree Kill. Oh, okay, okay. We went. So you went Tyree Kill, yes. and I went Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is my number two. And Tyree Kill is my number two. Which would mean that number one. Well, let's go. Let's get number three and two in here first. Okay, and then and then we'll get to George Pickens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hill. My three, your two. Um, I think a lot of people were wondering what's going to be like in in Miami, right? right? What's yeah. it going to be like without Patrick Mahomes? You know, you you are a great wide receiver, but is it kind of you know a product of Mahomes throwing the ball to you that you're getting up all these gaudy numbers? Nope. Well, he finished second in the league in receiving yardage this year, and he could have won Offensive Player of the Year. Could have broken Jerry or sorry, uh, Calvin Johnson's single season receiving record, one thousand seven hundred and ten yards. Because he did slow down towards the end of the year, like you said, he he was on tr- pace to to break that record. break that record, but he did end up slowing down a little bit. Uh, played in every game, 170 targets, 119 converted to catches, 100 yards per game. So every time he stepped on the field, he was getting the century mark, which is great for fantasy. That's three bonus points right there, baby. And he found the touch, the end zone seven times. Have you ever seen a trade where a a, a great player like Hill leaves a team? And both the team that he left and the team that he went to gets better. Like just were like totally like it was for the better. Patrick Mahomes, uh, regular season MVP, Super Bowl MVP, Tyreek Kill could have won Offensive Player of the Year this year. Yeah, I, trades happen like that. Beneficial for both teams. Yeah. Um, trades happen too where it's bad for both teams. Like you trade a guy who's worse off for their new team, and the but guy I you think, get back's terrible for you. I think a lot. <sighs> I don't know. What what do you think, Tom? What was the pulse? Were people more concerned about <clears throat> the Chiefs surviving without Hill? Oh, or the, Hill? the Hill surviving without Mahomes. For me, I thought the Chiefs—I don't know if—I'm mean, I'm not the guy that Kelsey was talking about. You all doubted us! Right, like, right, I wasn't right. that guy. But I did think the Chargers could win the division this yeah, year. Yeah, for sure. With Hill being gone. And I, I thought maybe in the playoffs they'd miss that big play, for spread sure. the field Splash guy. play guy, yeah. But it was nowhere near the—I I thought Hill would go to Miami, and, and not because of Hill. I just thought Tua was not good. Right. Before last year started, so but you saw that he's enough. I mean, at enough. one point Tua was eight zero, and maybe Tyreek made Tua better. Yeah, maybe. maybe Waddle makes Tua better by having all these options. You, it's a real chicken and egg thing that I don't think you can ever really pin I don't down know. unless you're Mahomes, and then you know he's the yeah, chi- right. he's the chicken. And I kind of think the Miami quarterback position is a plug and play kind of guy. Whoever you put in there, as long as they're on that, like tier if Teddy like, stayed healthy, they win a couple <laughs> more games in the regular season. You put Derek and, Carr in Miami. Oh, they're good. Yeah. Uh, if Teddy's healthy, maybe they win the playoff game against the Bills. That's how yeah. Thompson had to start. I mean, think about that game. That's Tom. the thing. That's that a, was a competitive game. That's a big thing, and we've talked about this with Miami. That's a big thing they need to focus on in this offseason. If you are going to go with concussion prone Tua, 
You need better backups, right? Because if you right, are right, plug right. and play, like you said, you need to plug in guys that can. Actually and then they play. can just win you that game. Yeah. If you're such a huge underdog going on the road to Buffalo, you have a guy that can just stay healthy and can lead that offense. You Mason, probably win that game. Mason Rudolph. Like, yeah, I wouldn't yeah, hate yeah. kicking the tires on someone like that. Uh, so you had Hill at two. I had him at three. Your two was uh, Hill. No, sorry. You had that wrong. No, no, no. I had, I Hill. had Hill at two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had Adams Hill at three. Adams was at two for me. You had, I had Adams him at three. three. Devontae Adams was another one, I think, that we were like, oh, he's leaving Aaron Rodgers. You know, he's great, but, like, is he going to be that great without sure, his Sure, he best played at Fresno. So I mentioned Fresno State for yeah. the Cup. Fresno State is where Derek Carr and Devontae Adams went to and school. roomed together, I believe. Yes. I think they were, were, were they're pretty good friends in, in real life, not yeah. just on the football field. I mean, I'm sure that was a big reason why he wanted to go there. Uh, led the league in targets. Oh, excuse me, four shy of leading the league in targets by uh, Justin Jefferson, who had 184, 180 for Devontae Adams uh, with the Raiders. And again, uh, what's he going to do without his guy, Aaron Rodgers? He's going to lead the league in touchdowns with 14 receiving right. touchdowns this year. He's going to have 1,500 yards. He's going to have 100 catches. Like, 100 catches, 1,500 uh, yards, 14 touchdowns. I think check, if check, Justin check. Jefferson just wasn't a crazy stud who will just impress you no matter what play it is, I think Devontae Adams is number one this year. Adams is right? so impressive, too, because, like— Like, I think there's an argument to be made that Adams was the number one receiver this year. There could be an argument for that, or and Hill for that matter yeah, too. Right. I think it's just funny to see like the, just like, like Adams wasn't a big blue chip prospect out of Fresno State. Mm-hmm. We talked about Tyreek Hill in an earlier, like he wasn't a big blue chip guy. But then you have Jefferson who was, and Chase right. who of, was, both and AJ LSU, Brown who right. was out of Ole Miss. Right. Like it's just funny, like Cooper Cup, mm-hmm. Eastern Washington, like. It comes from so many different places at this position. Yeah, like you can be the stud or you can be the guy. That no one really knows about. So to all you like people Amon who Rossi are Brown saying the Steelers 10... have to get Jordan Addison at pick exactly. seventeen, exactly. do you really have to? Maybe George Pickens is like Amon Ross St. Brown, where there's right. eight guys picked before him, and he's never going to forget who they are, right. and he's going to be the best one of them all. So it's just funny to see you know that receiver position. And finally, number at the one, very top the king this year is is JJ J Jetta. Oh, Justin I thought Jefferson. you were saying GP. <laughs> J Jetta, Justin Jefferson. Uh, that catch against the Bills was the catch of the year. Yeah, Sorry, right. GP, you're number two with that catch against the Browns. But if 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 the circumstances are switched, yeah, it's fourth makes down, that catch on fourth, on fourth down, down with the game on the line against Buffalo, like on the road against Buffalo, it's a better catch. It was just that was on fourth down on the road against a much he better went team. Up like he was rebounding yeah, it was a basket. You and I were watching that game together. He looked like Shaq it grabbing was awesome. a rebound. It was awesome, and and like. He he didn't even take, high point it. You like take the, away that catch, he had another like third down or maybe even yeah, another fourth down catch. That, game. that were that also could have been the catch of the year. Then he almost get in the end zone too on like an end yeah, line. He one just barely missed yeah, it right. in the end. Like he was very deserving of the offensive player of the year this year for sure. And Kirk is an average quarterback. The Vikings were as good as they were because of Jefferson. Absolutely, this year. he carried no that question. team. 1,809 yards, 128 catches, that's the most in the league. 184 targets, that's the most in the league. He averaged 106 yards every time he stepped on the field. Eight touchdowns seems low for him, though, with how much that he was dominating, you know. Yes, absolutely. Between the end But I do remember there being, like, a time where he had two touchdowns in week one, and then he didn't get his third touchdown until, like, week seven. And I think that's why. He was using him to... 
Kirk was using him to get him down into the red zone. Then he was throwing to like KJ Osborne in the right. end zone to to finish off. Dalvin Cook probably caught a couple. Justin Jefferson is a marvel to behold, and I would not be surprised if we have another year this year, like the last year. Where yeah, he's right. At the top it's of not. Almost every it's category. not like we've seen like Adam Thielen take a a a, a, um, a steady drop off. Right. He's just been. It's just been Jefferson. So, like, why is there any indication that if Jefferson has been this good and Thielen has been this kind of meh? And getting mayor. Like, why would that John change? John Mayer. Why would that change at all? The terrible joke that I just did. But, yeah, you're right. Why would it change at all? And I got to say this. Have sure. you seen more draft savvy than the Vikings getting rid of Stephon Diggs and just immediately replacing, replacing him with, with someone who's Jefferson. better? Someone who's better. Yeah. Like, Everybody was like, "Why are they trading Diggs? Diggs and Thielen were like the best tandem mm-hmm. in the NFL." And then, eat, like, until and, you got Jefferson, and Jefferson's just the best individual. Even his rookie year, you right, were like, "Holy right, crap, right. Jefferson's great!" Well, it's remarkable. He's been in the league for two years now, or is it three? This is his third year, and he's already yeah, it's the it's, best receiver it's in, crazy. in the NFL. As far as I'm concerned, if you missed any of our show today, you can download full episodes of all of our SNR podcasts, like The Drive, uh, The Steelers Blitz with Wes and Motes, our show, The Steelers Standard, and many more. All of them are available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. That does it for wide receivers. Very good list. Very proud of our list there. Very tough list to yeah, it was not chisel easy. down. What are we doing we next time? It. Next time, we're doing tight ends. Cool. Travis Kelsey. Spoiler alert. Number one. <laughs> Look out for that on Thursday. I guarantee you there'll be a Steeler in that top ten. Yeah, too, for so sure. You got that to look forward to. We'll be taping up more episodes later this week on Thursday. For Jacob Brecht, I'm Tom Opperman. We'll talk to you guys then on the Steeler Standard. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.